0: Welcome back to the DSO Decision. I'm your host, Brian Hanks. We're here on episode eight, talking about equity interest post-sale, which is a mouthful. I am joined by, of course, my intrepid host, David Cohen, Esquire. David, hello.
1: Happy to be here. Excited, we're pushing through these and um, I'm just excited to make them all link together as we continue to go through.
0: This is one of those big ones, by the way, thank you for allowing me the chance to say Esquire in a sentence and not sound funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love to, um, you know, throw, throw in a counselor every once in a while or, or attorney extraordinaire. Yeah. Uh, but David is the brains, obviously, of the episode. I am the, the straight man, the host, the, the guy with the dumb questions. And today I'm going to have a lot for you, David, because um, we're talking about equity interest. Uh, let's And I have a feeling in this episode, and this will be two, so episodes eight, which we're listening to right now, the next episode, episode nine, is going to be on the same topic. Uh, so just a heads up for folks, this is a bigger topic. So we're going to allocate two episodes to it. And a lot of this is going to be definitions and um, just talking people through what does this mean? And then what are the implications? And then when we have it, we'll give you some data. We'll give you a sense of what's up and down. Okay. Um, And so I'm going to even just start with equity interest. Can you, in plain English, say what that is? And then we'll get into when doctors are going to hear it. What's it going to sound like? What documents would you see it in all this? But equity interest, what does that phrase even mean?
1: So equity interest, for for the purposes of, of the dentist listening here, refers to ownership. So does the doctor retain ownership in either their practice or are they provided ownership in the DSO? Um, post sale, so equity means um, for the purposes of this conversation, ownership.
0: Ownership, okay, perfect. So the title of these episodes is equity interest post sale. So right off the bat, I'm thinking, David, I'm selling to a DSO. What are you talking about? Why would I retain ownership in my practice? I just sold to a DSO. So there's there's one type of equity here. You talked about keeping ownership in my practice how does that work? How much am I keeping? Am I keeping it forever? Like, what do you mean by equity in my practice?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, just to kind of start at the foundation, I'll say that not every single doctor that sells to a DSO does retain equity in their own practice or get equity at all. So there are some rare DSO deals out there where the doctor does not retain any equity, but I would say 99% of the DSO deals that we do, the doctor does, um, get some sort of equity. And so when we're explaining equity and why you would retain equity in your own practice, that there's a few answers to that. number one is a, a lot of times the the DSOs want the doctor to continue to have some skin in the game. Um, mm-hmm. They want them to still be involved, have ownership so that they run the practice like they always have and so that they're motivated to continue to grow the practice because, they'll retain profits from ownership, et cetera. So that's one reason. Another reason is it allows the DSOs to stay more liquid um, and it allows them to pay lesser money than the full price, right, for 100%. Let's say the doctor retains 20% equity in their own location, then the DSO, if they're paying 80% and they're holding back some of that pursuant to our prior podcast that um, everyone has been listening to, then there's just less money out of the pocket from their lender from wherever it's coming from that they have to pay. And then that means there's more money for them to go pursue other practices. Got so it. I think it's sort of twofold. It's number one, um, because it, it keeps the doctor having some skin in the game. Number two, it allows the DSO more flexibility to do more deals. And then I would say the third thing is we there are some doctors that are adamant about wanting to retain equity in their own practice they're not ready to sell they're ready to relinquish the majority of the practice but they also still want to retain interest in their practice they just want to kind of take a step back from the management of the day-to-day so those are probably the three main reasons um, that i'm seeing
0: i love it that uh thanks for breaking that down so understand understand and there's a second type of equity that we're going to talk about in a moment before we get to that second type of equity let me just paint a picture here of of what this might sound like and what it might look like uh, so you and i des- decide david um i'm sick of um being an accountant for dentists and running numbers uh, you're sick of being an attorney and getting called to esquire by brian so we're going to start our own dso all right and you and i both know um i'm in salt lake here in california uh, so let's pick Reno right in the middle of us. There's uh, Dr. Singh in, um, in Reno. I'm making this up, by the way. There is no Dr. Singh. Or if there is, it's a total <laughs> chance. And um, they've got a killer practice. $3 million in revenue, one provider, hygiene up the wazoo, profitability 50%. You and I say, oh my gosh, this is a gold mine. We want to start at DSO. We're going to start with Dr. Singh's practice. And, um, and then after we get Dr. Singh on board, we're going to go add 10, 20, 100, you know, 1,000 other dental practices. But we got to have this first conversation. So we sit down at lunch. We take Dr. Singh out to lunch and say, hey, Dr. Singh, we want to make you rich. And in the process, by the way, we want to take off your plate the annoying parts of running a dental practice like hiring, firing, uh, putting patients' butts in seats, et cetera. And so what I hear you saying, David, is equity interest is – part of the conversation we're going to have to try to pitch the doctor who owns the practice currently is we're going to say, Hey, we're going to buy 80, 90, 95% of your practice, but you're going to keep five, 10, 20%, something like that, because we're not so dumb as to think that if uh, we want Dr. Singh to keep producing, we want Dr. Singh to keep showing up to work motivated. We want her to, to uh, you know, have great relationships with the patients. And what I hear you saying is the equity interest allows me and you as the new newly minted DSO owners. Now we don't have to pay Dr. Singh as much for the practice. We can keep some of the cash that we might have given her. And um, am I getting that right?
1: Yeah, that's absolutely correct. And in there, you know, kind of touching on the percentage, I think you bring up a great point when you're talking about, um, you know, the doctor retaining five or 10%. I would say that it's extraordinarily rare for a doctor to retain any less than 20% i would say Perfect. Perfect. Yep. that said there are some dso's out there that that have given the doctor the choice they've literally said hey you can take blank percent up to blank percent in equity up to 30% or something or you could take zero and we'll cash okay. you out um your choice that's pretty rare but there are some circumstances where dso's have done that but typically the doctor retains at a minimum I would say t- a minimum 20% if they're going to do a, ju- a joint venture
0: deal. And I would say maximum 50, right? Because ultimately the DSO wants some control. They want the decision-making power. Is it ever more than 50 that the doctor's keeping?
1: Um, that's extremely rare. I don't think that I've seen that on sort of a grander scale, maybe like a smaller DSO um, boutique scenario. I've seen that, but, but I've not seen more than 50. And it's because the DSO wants to retain... Um, the, 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 management authority.
0: Got it. Okay, perfect. But that's not the only type of equity post interest, right? Okay. So let's continue my, uh, frankly, ridiculous example. Cause you would never partner up with me in business. Only kidding. Um, and, and you know, we're running our DSO and Dr. Singh says, sure, I'll keep the, uh, equity interest, but, um, I don't know, you guys aren't making me very rich yet. And we say, no, 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 Dr. Singh, you're the first dentist. We're going to go get 10, 20, 50 other dentists to be part of this DSO. And this DSO is a business entity of its own. And we're going to give you, Dr. Singh, a percentage ownership in the DSO. And once we get to 50 practices, I know a guy on Wall Street or I know a guy in Silicon Valley somewhere. They work for private equity. They work for Goldman Sachs. They work for some hedge fund. They're looking to buy 50 practices at You know, and by the way, we're going to give you a multiple of eight times EBITDA. This guy on Wall Street, he pays 14 times EBITDA. And so we're going to give you a percentage of the DSO. Is that what the pitch sounds like? We'll talk numbers here in a minute and, you know, what the range is. But is that the basic concept?
1: Yeah, that's definitely the basic concept um, for, for the doctor to be able to participate in yeah, there's some DSOs where the doctor doesn't have the option to participate in sort of the the DSO's equity. They really only retain location units in their own location. But um but though that location being packaged with all the other doctors' locations, they get a higher multiple when they're bought just because they are a group. But there are some DSOs that provide equity in the their actual um, entity yep. and vehicle. And so that's what you're referring to. And that is the pitch is we're buying you at a certain m- multiple and we want to flip to another buyer at a higher multiple. And that's why you're not seeing typically multiples of more than seven to eight times EBITDA. We, we, I think we already talked about this um, because the DSO needs some room to be able to make a delta between what they're paying for the practices and what they're going to think they're flipping for uh, later on.
0: Yeah. It's the same concept of uh, buying a rental house to flip it. And you you don't want to overpay initially because you want to sell for a profit later on. Okay. Um, Some common phrases I hear around this topic, um, equity, I hear stock in the DSO, if you may, if you hear stock. Um, And then I A phrase that I've been hearing, uh, I don't know, for years is second bite at the apple. Have you heard that, David? And what does that mean, the second bite at the apple?
1: So um, going back to stock, just to define that, stock technically is what's defined as ownership or or equity in a corporation. Yep. most of these DSO vehicles are LLCs, usually, and so they're they're often giving membership units, and they're really effectively functionally the same thing. They're yeah. just called something different, and so yeah. stock is often just something that's thrown out there because people talk about um, stock as being ownership, but often most of the time it's actually membership interest or membership units in the LLC. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about the second bite of the apple, it would mean that you know they're getting. Um, an opportunity to participate in another sale of their interest down the road. So that's really what the second bite of the apple is, is they get a second opportunity. It's not just that they're getting bought by the DSO to start with, they're getting a second bite by getting bought again um, on the flip.
0: Okay, so you and I, David, we sit down, we're at lunch with Dr. Singh. We say, Dr. Singh, your practice collects three million a year. A private buyer might pay you 2.5, 2.8, We're going to pay you five, six, $6.5 million for your practice. That's the first bite at the apple. Dr. Singh's eyes are, you know, they're huge at this point and thinking, wow, these guys are amazing. (laughs) I love to, I love to validate myself in these uh, ridiculous scenarios. But then what I hear you saying is, all right. And then we pitch Dr. Singh and we say, "Um, and by the way, we're going to give you some membership interest or, um, or stock in our DSO. And when we flip to the, uh, the Wall Street banker, the private equity group in Silicon Valley, whoever it is, we're going to make oodles of money and you're going to get some oodles of money, too. So there's Correct. a there's a second big check coming down the road if this all goes well. Correct. Got it.
1: And now what how, that check is and how that's determined yeah. is going to be in the next part of our conversation, exactly. which is um, the purchase of that that equity on the second bite of the
0: apple. This was fascinating to me. I asked you before we started, what percentage of DSO deals that you've seen, been a part of, heard of, you have some insight into, actually see a check for that second bite at the apple. So, you
1: know, this is going to differ amongst all attorneys that do work in the industry. Um, you know, for us in doing I would say 100 and, you know, 50 DSO deals a year, I would say that probably 80% of our clients have not received yet the second bite of the apple. And I think that that is um, a product of number one, many of the DSOs are fairly new. And so it wouldn't be reasonable to expect that okay. to, to happen. It a might,
0: might just might happen down the road. They just haven't seen it yet. Fair enough. Right.
1: Yep. Um, number two, it could be that they're continuing to want to grow and that they're not, they're not, they could, okay. but they don't want to yet have a, a recapitalization event and sell. Yep. And it could be that they're struggling to find a partner that's willing to buy, right? And so, and all of these DSOs have different strategies. Some clear the deck completely. They're looking to package all these practices and we call it clearing the deck and meaning that everyone just gets bought out. Um, That's rare because most Mm -hmm. of the buyers want to see the doctors not cleared and they want them still there. That's what they're buying it for. And then we've seen um, those that are looking to just sell off 20% or 10% or 30%. We've seen some that are looking to sell at 50%. So all of them tend to have different goals with how many recapitalization events they're going to have. But I would say that those are the primary reasons why probably 80% of our clients have not had a recap event is because either the DSO is struggling to find someone to buy or the DSO is still hungry to grow more Mm -hmm. or it's just too early in the game.
0: Do you... Get a, a sense when the Doctor Sings of the world are sitting at the steak dinner and they're hearing the numbers thrown around, what is the typical range of wealth? <laughs> right? How big is this supposed second check typically promised or, you know, never maybe not never promised, but heavily implied that she's gonna see? Like how, are we talking like an extra twenty five thousand dollars, twenty-five million dollars? Like how big is this second check usually?
1: the second check is always going to depend on the size of the deal that the doctor sold for and what they're, you know, how big of a practice that they had and how much stock they retained. Um, but typically I would say that, um, you know, this could, this could be a couple hundred thousand or it could be millions. You know, I've definitely had a couple of doctors that have, that have were in the recap have made millions uh, on the flip. So um, part of that, de- again, depends on how early they get in with the, with the DSO, because the earlier they get in, they get in at a lower stock price. And if they're in at a lower stock price, they're able to buy more stock uh, mm-hmm. than they would if the price was higher. Right. Yep. And so they're able, if, if they're in on the front end, they often will make a huge spread, you know, whereas if they're in with an established DSO, um, that has been going for quite a while and they're in at a stock price, that's probably more, you know, it's higher than yeah. just like a startup. Um, they're not going to be able to buy as much stock. And so on the flip, they're not going to make as much money. So every doctor is different. It can range from, like you said, you know, it can be a hundred K or something, or it can be millions.
0: Yeah. And the millions obviously would be nice. My, I guess as, as the, uh, accounting skeptic <laughs> sees all the tax returns that are missing these millions of dollars, right? If I'm Uh, If I'm advising Dr. Singh, right, I have a series of questions and some advice I'd give her. The number one piece of advice is to just ask how many of your doctors have seen that second check yet and ask your buddies and ask the people on Facebook. They're trying to tell you that DSOs are so amazing is, all right, when did you, did you see a second check and and how much was that check actually for? That might be the first question. Let's talk about um, some potential problems uh, with, uh, with. This, this idea of equity interest post-sale. Um, a- as we get into the next episode, where I'd like to go next would be, what are some intelligent questions the doctor that's sitting at that steak dinner can ask to get a sense for, because what I hear you saying is there's a risk and reward. MB2 can call biggest, you know one of the bigger uh, uh, DSOs in the country can call me. And what I hear you saying is, yeah, you might get offered that second bite at the apple, but it's gonna be a smaller bite because this is an already established DSO, they have less, um, there's less potential upside, Um, there's less risk. And so the check might be smaller, but you might be more likely to get it versus David and Brian show up, they never run a DSO, they don't own a DSO, they're just trying to get one off the ground. The upside might be bigger, the check might be bigger, but the risk is higher. Um, And so, I want to give doctors a sense of some good questions, and I'd like to do that in the next episode of your game. And then there's also some uh, some things around the legal documents that we need to know about, right? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to that. The one thing that I'll say also about the the, the equity and getting repurchased and like what you're getting repurchased for is, you know, if if we're talking about the big DSO, um, you know, getting equity interest in the actual DSO itself then i think what we just talked about is very applicable there's also also those location units in just the doctor's practice if they're retaining and that you know mm-hmm. as long as the practice continues to grow there should be an appreciation and value there to get bought back obviously it's not going to be right. a insane multiples like on a recap event but it but it, it you'd have to make sure and we'll get into that, that as a doctor that you're a, that you have a path to be bought out from that yeah. But I think that's another aspect of it, too.
0: Well, another way to say what I think you just said is, hey, Brian, don't be a dummy. There is a second check coming because they got to buy out the rest of you, whether it's 20 percent or 49 percent, whatever that percent is. You've got to finish selling the practice. And so the second check will show up. I guess then what we're saying is there might be a third check for potentially millions of dollars that may or may not show up. And let's 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 talk through that. Okay, right. Yeah. And
1: and really, I mean, as a DSO, like these deals don't make a lot of sense for them unless they hit that recapitalization event because they're buying them at such high multiples. They're highly motivated. And so, you know, even though doctors need to ask the right questions and proceed with some skepticism to know that, you know, all of them are saying they're going to recap. And we also know that not every single one of them is going to be able to. um, At the same time, they're highly motivated, more than the doctor by far to recapitalize because they just paid for the practice they 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 they're very hungry to make sure that they flip these practices you know they have a lot more risk on the table than the doctor does
0: yep okay excellent stuff equity interest post post sale part two coming up david thanks for being a part of the dso decision thanks for having me look forward to the next